Good evening, this is Mark Pyramid, and welcome you to another episode of Cat Bill Talk. Real talk with real people talking about real issues facing small business in our community today. Tonight's show, I have two great interviews on how to market your business. The first interview is with Donna Chandler. She's going to come in and talk about how to market your business with social media. And then after that, I have a great interview with Robert Watson. He's going to talk about how to market your business, alternative methods to getting the word out. So I hope you enjoy the interview, and I look forward to our next encounter next week on the Cat Builder Talk radio show. Oh my goodness, you mean to tell me you haven't heard yet? You don't know what I'm talking about. Oh, wait a minute. Let me break it down and make it plain. On August 13, 2017, one of the greatest events is going to take place. This is the 6th Annual Nonprofit Trinity Awards that's going to be taking place at the Porter Sanford Performing Arts Center. Now listen, men, you've got to have your swag. Women, you've got to wear your finest, your gowns, because at 5 p.m., there's going to be a photo op session. Yes, people are going to walk down the red carpet, have their photos taken. It is going to be wonderful. Mix and mingle, they'll be all dirt. What is this all about? Well, let me tell you. On August 13, 2017, at the Porter Sanford Performing Arts Center, it's going to be the Nonprofit Trinity Awards, the sixth annual one, that is. For more information, you've got to go to www.nonprofittrinityawards.org. Don't miss this great event. It's going to be second unto none. you got to be there. Hope to see you. Small businesses who 
uh, growth stage profitable small businesses who've been on the uh, internet for a while or have been in business for a while know what their marketing strategy is, know who they are and who they want to reach. We help them do that or or restart doing that with uh, with the website and the social media and other digital marketing tools that are available to market your business online. If it lives on the internet, we can help you use it to market your business. And so that's that's anything. Um, and we, with Audience Matters and Social Genesis, we serve organizations and, and government agencies of all sizes and types. And uh, so that that's what that's what uh, what our businesses do. We focus on inbound marketing, of which social media is one aspect of the entire marketing mix, the digital marketing mix. Okay, we're going to talk about that. Now, before I get started talking about social media, uh, I'd like you to talk about how you even, as an entrepreneur, you, you to me, were one of those born entrepreneurs. Uh, you were probably selling candy at school and everything like that. Tell me a little bit. We don't want to take up too much time with it, but I'd like people to know how people got started in business, how they how they got started where they were, and how did you get to where you are? You know, we don't have to go through the, you know, the long version, but give us a little information. You don't have time for the long version. That's, that's, that's 30 years. Um, yeah, right. uh, I, yeah, for real. I, I wanted to be, and I knew I wanted to be an entrepreneur when I was growing up listening to my dad's friends who were very high-level corporate executives and, and all types of professionals complain about their corporate jobs. I did not want to be in the position that they were in. So at 16, I decided that I was not going to be in that position. But I had an interest in entrepreneurship starting at age 11 and tried to get my parents to let me do exactly what you said with this sell stuff. They told me when I was old enough to sign a contract, then I could start my own business. Well, the day I turned 18, I signed my first contract to sell Avon. And I have been in business for myself pretty much ever since. Wow. So, yeah. You know, so you, I figured if that was the case because I've known you for a while now. So yeah, I knew you were right. something. You know, a lot of times when I talk to entrepreneurs, they generally in their childhood have sold something. You know, and right, um, exactly. It's a so gene. I mean, it really, it is. Yeah, I think so, mm-hmm. but I think it's a gene. But I think it's in all of us. It's just not been awakened. Okay, I think a lot of us have the gene. You know, I've been putting out a statement lately. A lot of people I meet have the knowledge and experience to start a business, but they don't know they can. You know, and right. I guess that's why that's we true. do what we do to try to help them understand that they can get out here and do it, but you can start small. Right. So speaking of starting small, let, let's talk about your approach. I know I gave a lot of information out there, but I, I wanted to bring up some topics because, People aren't doing the things that were in this letter and the article I read. And I want to talk about how you approach helping people, you know, with a strategy for social media, you know, talking about the different environments of, you know, what are your recommendations, and we're going to go through all of it. But let's just start out with your definition of a good social media strategy. Um. Well, my good definition of, of, of good social media strategy is one that is built into your 360-degree business plan. You need to have a plan. You need to know who you serve, uh, how you serve them, who, who who your buyers are, where they are, where they hang out on, on social media. 
and you, you start there. You start with knowing yourself and knowing your business, knowing what your resources are. Are you the type that's going to do what's necessary to successfully execute a profitable social media strategy? Um, a lot of people are not. They don't love social media. And so it's better for them to have somebody help them with that. But we used to start out trying to get an idea of the personality type of the individual we're dealing with the kind of business they have, and whether they understand their client base and who they're trying to target. Because otherwise, social media becomes spray and pray. You know, you're just sort of randomly putting a bunch of messages out there and you hope something happens and somebody calls you. That's not effective. We, we, create, we help people create what are called demand gen strategies, demand generation strategies, to demand your specific product at the time that they need it in a way that allows you to uh, maintain profitability. So it's really important for people to do something called a buyer persona. It's a very detailed sketch of who your your buyer is uh, down to minutiae like has a dog and likes to feed the dog gourmet food. You want to know those things because those provide opportunities for you to market to them. So tell me this, people, they say that it's hard, but a lot of people haven't done it. What is, what, what is the thing that they think is so hard about social media? When people say, oh, it's too hard, it's too hard, what do they think is hard about it? The, the, the level of commitment and time that it takes and a lot of the, the, the extent of confusion there is. I mean, there's, there are so many channels, and you don't, they're all different, and you're trying to figure out how to best market to, to different uh, users on different channels. There are people who love only Facebook, and so you have to market to them on Facebook, or they only want to be on Twitter, or whatever the platform they like, or they only want to be on LinkedIn. The other thing is that people, because there's a lot of immediate gratification in using social media, they expect it to be the same when, you come, when it comes to marketing. It is not, as you said, it's not overnight. It's, there's no 30-day miracle. Um, you're not going to go viral with your first video. You're not going to get 500 calls in the first month. It takes an average of seven months to start to see real return on engagement and return on investment in social media, particularly if you haven't really had a strategy before you got started. And you have to be consistent. So people have to find a hard time uh, being consistent and sticking with it. You know, it's funny you said that seven month thing because I started a strategy almost seven months ago and uh, try to be as consistent as I can, uh, particularly with the show. But I am now just seeing, you know, mm-hmm. my stats are starting to go up. You know, all of a sudden I'm getting a lot of hits on my website. But I thought right. as soon as I put it out there, I said, you know, it's so funny. I did my first ad. I'm, the next day I logged in, I'm rubbing my hands and nothing. Right, like, well, exactly. That, you know, no likes, no nothing, okay? And um, But then I realized it was like a marathon, you know, because it's been about six or seven months, and uh, and I've tried to coordinate, you know, we're talking about coordinating your social channels, you know. Mm-hmm. You know I've been using a lot of Facebook and starting to get into LinkedIn. But So is it that important that you use all of them, Um I guess you have to figure out where your clients are. That's where you got to go. Exactly. You have to go where your clients are. And I recommend that only people, the people that are beginning in social media marketing, 
um, they'll only choose three, and that's the top three that their clients are on. Because anything more than that when you're starting out is unmanageable. You have to learn the, the rules of engagement on each of the three of those, what kind of content works on each of the three of those, what the best times for sharing on each of the three of those, and how to engage on each of the three of those. That's a lot to most people. So we only we recommend um, we coach people, and even when we consult, because you you well, you probably would not be surprised that there are a lot of big organizations that don't really get it either. We uh, also at the audience matters level serve mid-sized and large organizations that are clueless about this. So that's the one thing I want to convey to small businesses is that there are a lot of people who are very successful who do not get social media any more than you do. Okay. So tell me this. You mentioned, you know, I was really talking about Facebook the other day, and you said Saturdays are the best day to post on Facebook. So there are uh-huh. – just so Facebook, what's the best day to post, you're saying now? Saturday, people assume that it's, it's you, what you said earlier is very true. People are at work. Um, not most of my friends. Now, if somebody is an entrepreneur, most of my friends are entrepreneurs. So they're on social media all day. But uh, people who have nine to five jobs are at work. They're not on social media. So the best day to post for many people is Saturday, and that's pretty much true with everybody. Saturday and Sunday, people are, are on social media. And that it's a missed opportunity when a business has a, social, has a Facebook page not to post on the weekend because they think nobody's, nobody's listening, which is what the term that we use on social media. But, but what so, you said earlier is really critical. Post at the best time for your um, target audience. audience. Not, yeah. you know, don't go to those, look at those charts that tell you post at 2.30 every day on Facebook. Post at the best time for your audience. Yeah, I found that my posting in the evening works a lot better for me because I think during the day what I found is that people might see it, but they don't click on it. They don't take any action. No. Because they're at no. work or, you know. Right. So, you know, most of the time when you're posting social media, you're trying to do some call to action, trying to get them to do something. Right. If they're at work, it, especially if you have them do something that takes more than one click, you know, it's uh, mm-hmm. very, very tough. So um, what about LinkedIn? What's the best time for LinkedIn? Um, it, it, it varies. Again, where, who is your audience, your audience and where are they right, at, right, right. At, at that particular time? Um, I find for me that the best time for me to post anything is at 2.30. I just started using – now, I've been on LinkedIn since 2003 when it launched. Um, but I just started using the post um, feature, with, which gives you the ability to post your own blog article. And um, I posted nine of them in the last week and a half and got close to 7,000 7, views on them. But wow. the, the thing is, I, I'm a writer. That's what I do. So okay. I know how to okay. write content in a way that gets those views. And I okay. also know how to share. The, the point is that you have to figure out how best to use the platform for your specific social media plan and how to engage with the audience that you're trying to, to, um, to, to attract as leads to drive them to your website to convert them to clients, which is the goal of social media, people. That's the goal. It's to drive so people to your website you, to convert them to leads. 
Now, are you using any of these, uh, I call them aggregation tools, like Hootsuite and all these things like that to uh, do your social media yes. posting or do you still do? Okay. Describe you, what I said Hootsuite, like everyone knows what it is. But describe, okay, describe what these tools Hoot, do. Hootsuite is a social media management platform that allows you to uh, to attach, for lack of a better way, easy way of putting it, uh, several social media accounts and manage them all at the same time. However, when you're using something like Hootsuite, you still have to pay attention to things like what kind of content you share, uh, when you share it, how you share it, with whom you share it, um, the, some of the features that you can access on the, the a platform itself, like Twitter, being able to share photos. Everybody's trying to be Facebook. Um, being able to share photos, you can only do on on the Twitter platform. It's not effective on Hootsuite. So you want to know how the platform works and whether or not it's going to be effective for your particular purposes. But yes, there are aggregation tools like Hootsuite, uh, Social Sprout, and HubSpot, which is another one that Audience Matters uses. HubSpot is more enterprise okay. level, um, and and HubSpot does everything, but it's not cheap either. So, right. I mean, I can go there and never get a, off. I think uh, I have a caller called in that you might know. We're going to bring him on the line. Uh, Mr. <laughs> Mohammed. Hey. <laughs> Donna Mohammed's like here. Hey. How are you, girl? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? Oh, I'm absolutely wonderful. It's, it's nice to hear you on the air and and to hear the, the excellence of your of, of your content knowledge in, in this particular case. Uh, of course, we all work together uh, and have done stuff together. But let me ask a question of you. Um, it has okay. to do with, this might be simple or, or not, I'm not sure what the viewing audience is, but we have two types of Facebook. We have what I call personal Facebook, you know, with, with, right. with friends, and we have, you know, the fan or business Facebook with, with likes. Um, sometimes people want to receive or believe that they'll receive the same kind of movement on their business page as they do on their fa on their personal page. And of course they right. get disappointed. Um, are the rules different from one to the other? Or can you perhaps even you know, explain some of the rules? And what I mean the rules being okay. how do you how do you make it count on one platform okay. or the other? Well, the, the Facebook profile, which is a personal account that you have to sign up for before you can even uh, launch a page, is uh, where your friends are. So those folks are going to engage with you naturally. Um, the Facebook page, which is always public, by the way, you can make your Facebook profile private, but the Facebook page is always public. There's a couple of things going on with that. Um, first of all, um, it's usually strangers you're trying to attract. To, and consume your content on Facebook, your Facebook page. And that's a lot harder. Second, Facebook is now a public company. Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn are all public companies, and they've monetized their platform. So Facebook's organic reach, that is the reach that you get naturally by sharing content on the Facebook page, is almost zero now. They want you to buy ads. But there's some ways around that. Um, only about 2% of your uh, of fans will either come back to your Facebook page once they like it or will see your content in their news feed. So you have to have an aggressive campaign where you are constantly sharing content because that raises the, the 
possibility, the probability that you, your content will be seen. But you have to share a variety of content. 85% of it should be audience-driven. It should always be audience-driven, but 85% should be audience-driven. 15% can be promotional. So for every 8 to 10 posts that you make, one can be a promotional post. You need to share the things Uh-oh. that you would share on your Facebook page, like those memes. But do use them for that, that in a way that's tied to your business or to your brand. Wow, you know a lot of people don't know that that difference, and in fact, there some people believe that if they have a, a business page that they can share business content. Well, yes, but in the ratios that you've just reported, that's probably not what they know, and that makes it a very interesting platform for many. Thank you so much right. for sharing yeah. that. You're welcome. Glad to talk right. to you, Mahalo. All right, man. Me too. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. And I, and I tell you what, I, I fall into that. I just realized that on my Facebook page, I do a lot of my promotions for my show and stuff. I do articles every right. now and then, but I'm going to have to flip the script on that one. And, uh, yeah, you are. Get people to, uh, yeah. I tell you what, I, I want to take a break. And, um, and when we come back, I want to talk about social media being a two-way street, okay? Right. You know, okay. about how you not only you have to post, you have to also post on other people and comment. And I also want to talk about how do you create a plan, okay? Okay. So, uh, okay, when we come back, we're going to talk more about social media. Listen to Mark Parham and Donna Chandler on the Cat Builder Talk radio show on the Survival Radio Network. We'll be back in a moment.
Welcome back to Cap Builder Talk on the Survival Radio Network with your host, Mark E. Parham. Real talk with real people talking about real issues facing small business today. Hey, this is Mark Parham, and I'm back with the social media super maven, Donna Chandler. And we've been having a great discussion tonight about using social media. I've been taking a lot of notes here myself. I say there's some things I want to change in my <laughs> strategy. <laughs> but I want to talk about now listening and sharing. You know, uh, it's a two-way street. So talk about the attitude or the strategy you have to have on social media, the give and the take of it. Okay. Well, let me let me. Uh, I just I just finished my uh, ebook. Um, how to? It's, it's called um, being becoming a social media marketing superstar. And one of the things that I said was that the traditional sales strategy is always ABC, which you probably know means always be closing. Well, on social media, ABC means always be connecting. You need to be in developing relationships like you would if you were sitting across the table from a friend. These networking activities are about two-way conversation, and they're about go-getting, helping people with their needs, get their needs met, and then in return, they ultimately remember who you are, and they, they come back and they offer you opportunities. But sometimes you get offered opportunities right out of the gate. I, I got a call today about some stuff that's some pretty big stuff simply because I'm um, well-connected on LinkedIn. Um, but that is connection. I'm connected with the right people. And at the right time, the opportunities come your way. So you have to find their content, engage with their content, comment on their content, share their content, start a two-way conversation with them. Uh, And you have to do this across platforms, and particularly on platforms like Twitter, which is what Twitter is really about, is conversation. If you can, and I tell people this all the time, if you can text, you can tweet. It's not rocket surgery. It's a conversation. Okay. And if you remember it's a conversation, then you then it's a lot easier for you to do. All right. Well, so that comes into easy to do. It's like, now, do you have a daily plan? Like, I hear people put together these calendars, like, they're going to tweet three times a day, and they're going to uh, do three Facebook posts. And, you know, do you have a strategy, or are we supposed to be using some kind of regular strategy where people hear it at the same time every day, or? How does that work? I recommend I recommend if you're not in the industry, you do have a strategy. Um, and okay. the those of us who are in the industry, our strategy is to be on all the time. That's what our strategy is. Gotcha. Um, gotcha. And so, but we recommend that other businesses have a calendar, have an editorial content calendar for specific types of content they want to share across social media, have a social media calendar where they're going to. We recommend people set up themes. This makes it a lot easier. So for this is domestic violence month. This is, you know, um, so we had a, a lawyer attorney, a lawyer client where we were things related to domestic violence every single week. And all the content across Facebook and Twitter, which were his primary platforms, were about domestic violence. We used um, LinkedIn for him to get connected with other attorneys who can make referrals. So that was a different strategy. So it really just depends on what it is your goals are and what you're trying to achieve. 
what exactly you do. And, yes, you should have a calendar and you should remain accountable to the calendar because the it's critical for you to be consistent. You have to, and you found this out over the last seven months. You have to yes, consistently be involved in online marketing in order to see return on engagement, which means the relationships get developed, and then return on investment. The money starts coming in because of, of, of you doing these, engaging in these strategies. That's the part I wouldn't know, okay? <laughs> you know, because I tell you what, Things are happening in the last three months or in the last 30 days. I've got, like, I got contacted today from some VIP taking to some major event happening here, and they did it because I'm a media personality, because I put out so much content about my show and things like this. this guy are you talking about platform? Yeah. I'm, I'm going to be a platform. I got, I, I got tickets the same way, people, just so you know, for the exact right. same reason. I got comp tickets because... Right. Of who I am on social, that's the right. kind of stuff that happens. So these things, yeah, these things are two thousand dollars tickets. Right, okay. exactly. You know, so no kidding. Yeah, so it, so I'm learning. The only thing I'm not doing good is the responding. People like my like my polls, and they might, but I'm not monitoring it enough. So I'm making it a point right. now that I realize the importance that I need to uh, I, I need to do this. And, you know, it's about 9.20. we got a few more minutes. I wanted you to talk about, okay, you're putting all this content out there, but you have to measure and analyze and see. You can't just put it out there. So what do you do to measure how effective it is? I mean, just because you're getting likes or you're getting uh, retweets or is there some data that you can get to just show, like, how effective your posts are? Yes. Or is that, is that um, law? So we need to do that as we're starting. We just need to worry about getting it out there. No, we need to, you need to have a plan because you, you have to have okay, certain yeah. goals. What are your goals? What do you intend to achieve before you start getting out there? You won't achieve – if you don't set any goals, you won't achieve any. So just like you okay. said, you know, you, it's, it's like a roadmap, like a business plan. It's like a roadmap. You want to set some achievable goals, attainable goals. I want to get – uh, 500 subscribers to my email list, and then you focus on getting the getting the skills together to to do to to achieve that, and putting together gotcha. a content rich email, and and using that as a way, and then you deploy it across social media. Um, but yes, there are a bunch of tools that you can use. Hootsuite has some built in built in analytics. Um, LinkedIn has some analytics. Facebook has insights. YouTube has insights, and those are all free. But you, if you want to get the real, robust, granular stuff, which you do not need as a small business at the beginning, um, you, you you will have to pay for that. You can also install Google Analytics on your website, and you should install Google Analytics on your website. If you have a WordPress website, you can install it as a plug-in. It's a dashboard. It shows up on the front, the dashboard where you show up, and it tells you uh, how much traffic you're getting to your website and what sources, which is helpful to you because then you know – okay, I'm putting content out there and I'm getting traffic from LinkedIn. I'm getting traffic from Facebook. And so, and then you, and and then you tweak your strategy based on what the data show. It's social media is now very, very data driven. Actually all of inbound marketing is very data driven. So that's SEO, PPC, 
email marketing, content marketing, and we actually do all of it. The social media is just one aspect of what we do. It's all data-driven. Those numbers, you know, ROI is math. You want to determine your return on investment and determine the revenue and the expenses and, and the difference is your profit. So this, 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 is, this is math, so there's, there are tools to measure the mathematics of social media uh, efforts. Now, I'm going to ask you a question. I don't know if we got time, but this is a fair question at this late juncture in the show, but we may have to talk about it again. But I hear the term social media brand voice, so your character, persona, the tone, and the language, all of that has to be taken into account. So you have to be very consistent with that, or can you mix it up? But, you know, but you have to have some kind of voice because you're branding yourself, correct? Uh, yes, and there's a couple of things about that. Um, there's a difference between the way you engage in private and the way you engage in public. I mean, you do not do the same thing with your with your clients that you do with your friends. So that's right. really that's what it comes down to. Um, you're very professional when it comes to your particular brand voice, and you want to convey what your brand does and how it helps people. How do you you want to educate people on how you serve people and how you solve their problems? That's what branding gotcha. uh, is largely about. But I, I believe very much in do you. The reason why my article on Facebook, on, on social media are so successful is because I just do Donna, and you know how I am. I'm, I'm straight right, out with right. it. I'm honest. I'm going to tell you right. what I think, and, and, and that's what I do, and people love it. They love that. Okay. And, and I, I didn't think they would, but they do. All right. All right. So let's tell me this now. we got a few minutes left. Let's talk about some of the things that you're offering uh, through your company, and I want to talk to you. You mentioned your ebook. I want you to talk about that a little bit more, so people know a little bit more about you and how to catch up to you. Okay. Um, to to get the ebook, you can email uh, me at uh, fresh f r e s h start at your social genesis dot com. I will send you an email confirming that you are signing up for our newsletter because that's the deal. When I, when I send you the ebook, you're signing up for our newsletter. And when you confirm that, then I will send you a link to, to download the, the – actually, I'll just send you a link to download the ebook. Um, we are also offering coaching specials on our website, yoursocialgenesis.com, where we will do seven coaching sessions for the price of six. We no longer do monthly coaching uh, at the outset because it takes six sessions to learn the basics of all of inbound marketing that you'll need to do in order for you to even engage in monthly coaching to help you continue to be successful. So it's six sessions for the uh, – seven sessions for the, for, for the investment in six. And we also have a, uh, a $500 website and social media branding uh, package. So those are all found at our website at yoursocialgenesis.com. All right. Well, as I figured you would, you've done an excellent job this evening. Thank you. And uh, I'm very happy to, fun. to get you on here. I need you. I need you to work a little special up for me, though, because I think I need about eight sessions. Okay. <laughs> but uh <laughs> now, actually I think I'm doing pretty good, but we do need to get together so you can take a look at it because uh, 'cause I'm starting okay. to get some positive feedback it. now. But it did take a long time. It took a lot longer than I anticipated. 
you know, and uh, but I've just been steadfast and, you know, keep going with it. And I, I listened to my audience. At one point I was putting out too much, and so I cut back on that. But I'm getting ready to step it up a little bit because I'm going to start doing a lot more social media stuff because I want to get sponsors for my show, so I want to advertise and things like that. So. Well, yeah, we we, we talk about that. I might be interested in doing it. Let me let me just right. say let me just just say something really quickly. You said right. that it took a lot longer than you expected. Here's the thing: right. if you don't get started, those seven months are going to go by, and you are not going to have any right. more uh, revenue than you did uh, seven months earlier because you, you know didn't what? get started. Get You're started. Right. Get started. That's your final word. Get started. That's get started. No excuses. All right. It's necessary now. All you right. must do it. Get started. All right. All right, Miss Donald. Well, thank you for coming out this evening. And uh, I'll be here. You're touch. welcome. Glad to do it. All right. Good night. Good night. Hi, Mom. Is Claire's birthday party today? Me again, Mom. Where did I put my history book? Hi. Sorry, forgot one last thing. Sometimes it's hard to concentrate. At school, I start looking out the window, and then I forget what I was supposed to be thinking about. I know it seems like I don't care, but I do. It's just difficult for me. Love you, Mom. Bye. Join parents and experts at understood.org, a free online resource about learning and attention issues to help your child thrive. Brought to you by understood.org and the Ad Council. I 
So, uh, uh-huh. Robert, first, before we get started, uh, why don't you introduce yourself and your company, kind of give us that networking pitch or what do you do for people in their business? Okay, uh, my name is Robert Watson. I'm the president of Team Media. Uh, we are media buyers and planners. In essence, I just buy media. Um, I tell people I'm Paul Revere. I'm just in the business of delivering messages. Uh, I'm not a marketing guy. I'm the geek behind the marketing guy. I'm the guy that, you know, sells products through numbers. So demographics, uh, regions, networks, different platforms. So I take people's budgets and I do market research to find the best effective medium to deliver the message, no matter what the budget is, whether it's $200 or $20,000 or $200,000. There's always a medium that can help deliver the message to help you ask more people for money. But your business, you do, now you have other people there that help with some of the other stuff. So the whole, Mm -hmm. you know, people come to you, they don't really understand marketing, so they don't even know what their message is. So you help people develop their message too, correct? Yeah, you know, preferred network. You know, I work for a lot of marketing people. So, you know, I have clients that specialize in different areas. So if a small business comes to me, and it's a hair salon. I'm like, yo, I know someone who specializes in hair salon marketing. Let me put you in touch with them, and they can okay, help you gotcha. write that marketing plan. Yeah. So, and so once they get that message, that's when they come back to you, Paul Revere, and say, go tell it on the mountain. Yes, sir. Tell them. And then it's our job to tell you know, whether we want to get on horseback, cartage, cell phone, text message, how are we going to deliver that message that the British are coming. That's, that's my job. <laughs> that's your job. So yes. so let's talk about, I mean, you kind of blew me away with some of the things I just thought were super expensive, like uh, billboards, for example. You know, you see these billboards all over Atlanta, and you just think, like, man, it must cost a lot to do that. Let's talk about that as a medium. Why would someone even consider using a billboard to market their business? Uh, the way I describe billboards to people, uh, billboards are messages further out front. So the day you open up your business, most people, whether it's in an office space or in a office park or in a shopping center, first thing you do, you put a sign out front. And that sign will attract people who pass by that sign. So if it's in your office building, it's people that walk by your front door. If it's in a shopping center, it's the people that frequent that shopping center. So you'll see a lot of businesses in the shopping center and they'll get the people who go on to Walmart or go on to Publix or whatever, and that's how they get their consumer base. But the people driving up and down that street don't even know that your business exists inside that shopping center, right? So then that billboard is that exact same message, just a little further out front. So now it's in front of 100,000 people or 5,000 people. And so now 5,000 people know that you're in that shopping center that would have never known you were in there. And I think a lot of people, when you really think about it, sometimes you go into a shop and you say, man, I never knew this place was here. I've been driving by here or driving three miles by. It's because, they, they, you know, no one knows you're in that space. So billboards are a great way to put that exact same message that's on the front of your door. It's a little further out front so people know that you're there. So what's different today about billboards versus yesteryear? Uh, digital billboards. I mean, you know, you got two different kinds of billboards. You got static and you got digital. So the attractive part of digital is uh, with a large majority of digital billboard owners, you know, they can give, they'll do the artwork for free. Um, you can update them and change 
as much as you like, and you can also rotate different messaging. So uh, you probably never pay attention to it, but when you drive by, you may, if you look at the Dunkin' Donuts digital billboard in the middle, in the morning, it'll be coffees and donuts or the bagel sandwiches, you know, croissants and, and coffee. And then in the afternoon, mm-hmm. it switch to donuts. And then in the evening, it may switch to something else. So with the digital messaging, you can do different calls to action during different times of day to influence people to, you know, patronize your business all day. Or um, if you're in business and sales are kind of bad and Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, then goes well, you can immediately change your digital billboard and have a half-price sale on Friday. You know what I mean? Wow. So, you know, digital is kind of cool. Um, I got a law law client that we're about to work with, and there's a whole bunch of things. You you can get integrated in social media messaging. What you say on Twitter can immediately be on your billboard and all kinds of things. So you can really talk to people faster and not to worry about production and waiting for things to to be installed and have to live with that message for a certain period of time. You can test out different calls to action all the time. So they're kind of hot. Yeah, so people were thinking that it used to be like billboards cost a lot of money. Now with this digital, what kind of what kind of cost range are people looking at? They were curious about doing like a digital. Say they're doing a grand opening and run it for thirty days. You have to sign long long term contracts, or how does it work? If I want to use a billboard right now to say my partner the best business coach this side of Mississippi or whatever, how, how do I how do I package that? How much does that cost? I mean, you know, of course, uh, in outdoor, they love to get you to buy three, six-month, 12-month contracts, and they'll lower the pricing, you know. So the longer you perm it out, of course, the lower the monthly cost will be because they don't have to worry about reselling that inventory. But in the digital space, you know, you got some companies that don't even really sell by the week or the month. They sell by the impression. So you don't even have to buy the actual space. You can just say, I just want to create a certain amount of impressions or you have other companies that, you know, let you buy it for a week or for 30 days. And there's different kind of little tricks to what time of the day you buy, what time of the month you buy, what kind of inventory you buy. So there's always little um, little gems and nuggets on how to buy the medium at, at, you know, when you buy. Buy at the end of the month. If you buy at the end of the month, then all the inventory for next month is unsold. They're more aggressive. You know, they may want to sell it and reduce the price you know, and give you a great 30-day deal because the inventory is wide open because no one bought it for the first 29 days. You know what I mean? But but you help but you help us make that decision. Yes, yes. I mean, you know, okay. I'm the guy. easiest way to do business with me is give me a budget, you know, which is generally right. like 25% of your growth. Uh, if it's new product launch, right, you probably want to be the – Yeah, we, we were talking about that the other day. We were talking about businesses. Repeat the statements you were making about business owners that come to you and say they don't have money for marketing and things like this. Yeah, um, most people, uh, I, I'm pleasant, I wasn't pleasantly surprised to notice that a lot of people start businesses and they allocate no money for marketing, none at all. And, um, you know, they've built the space, they've got the, the nice hardwood floors, they got the fancy furniture, they got all this stuff, but when you ask them for money to ask more people to give them money, they don't. They have no budget allocated for that. And uh, I don't know if you guys were watching the news today, but you know USA Today and all the places came out. We're talking about the the most frequented and most visited retailers in the country. And you know Walmart was number one. Uh, uh, McDonald's number two. Subway was number three. Uh, um, uh, was another you know four or five. But coincidentally, co- coincidentally they were also the number one advertisers. 
So it's no coincidence that if you advertise, you get more business. Right. Yeah. It's, it's simple math there. Yeah, so, yeah. so we're talking about the billboards. Now let's move to TV. When you started telling me about how I can advertise on TV, and I'm thinking, like, i got to pay something like for the Super Bowl commercials or something like that, <laughs> but you made it sound a lot simpler than that. So talk about that, the TV advertising. TV advertising, you know, you got cable, you got broadcast, you got online, uh, and, you know, and then you got the different guys in between, the dish, the direct TV, stuff like that. So they all sell advertising differently. So, you know, cable TV has paid a bulk number to networks to, to locally insert. So you take a market. I'm here in Atlanta. So in a market like Atlanta, you know, you don't have to buy the entire city. You can buy a group of zip codes, and you can just advertise in that zip code. And then, of course, the cost gets aggregated down. So if the whole market is $1,000, well, a group of 10 zip codes or one zone may only be, you know, $100 or may only be $10. In certain zones you're buying, I have certain zones in the land where I'm buying commercials for like a dollar, $2, $3 a spot. So it's a lot more affordable than what people think. They just, the assumption is they think it costs a lot, but you can micro-market it and filter it down. You know, if you're a barbershop, you don't really care about advertising 90 miles away from your barbershop. You just really care about that 10-mile radius. When you can buy in that 10-mile radius, you can advertise for two or three, four or five dollars a spot and, and, get, and get the reward. Wow. So I can kind of pick, if I'm regional or local, you know, a restaurant or, you know, a jazz club or something like that. I don't want, you know, people are not going to drive more than 15 miles to get to me anyway, so I just market using television and my uh, billboard and everything like that within that 15-mile radius, and a lot of people know I'm there now. Yeah, I mean, you know, Mark, the great thing about technology is it's allowed small business owners to be big business owners in their small markets. So, you know, um, um, you know, you may look at the bigger guys, like the bigger lawyers or the big car dealers, and you see them all over the place. But if you're a, lo- if you're a small car dealer and one spot in town, for a fraction for with your budget, you could be the big car dealer in that part of town. You can buy the billboards. You can do, you know, streaming radio. It, it's god awful cheap. You know, you can do you can do uh, local TV advertising direct direct mail printing, uh, you can do all those things in that small area. So those fifty to 60,000 people that live in that 5 to 10-mile radius from, your, from where you are doing business feel like you are the biggest guy in town because they see you everywhere. Okay. So it's – and, and this is because of technology, right? Technology is yeah. able to do this. Well, yeah, yeah, I mean, technology, especially in the TV land, because digital, now, now with the digital signal, you know, now you can you can go by, you know, it's almost like your cell phone. So there's technology now in mobile advertising where when people drive into a certain, when they drive within one mile of your store, that's when their advertising pops up on your on your phone. Or um, I was telling wow. you uh, yesterday, Mark, that, you know, the great thing about technology is that every Thursday someone gives me another great idea. So every Thursday in my office I allow new mediums to come into my office and show us how their mediums can deliver messages, right? And, you know, today, wow. just today, a guy comes into my office and they got this new technology with this machine that they put up and anybody within 
like a, a like five or or six hundred feet when they walk by they'll get a Bluetooth a Bluetooth update through the Bluetooth on your phone. You'll get a message on your phone. I'm I'm telling you, he showed he showed me how it works. So when you walk in there, like if you if you're if you're the guy in the store, I mean, listen, this is crazy. Like so, if you're the guy in the store and the guy comes by, say you own the pizza shop, and when someone walks into mm-hmm. the mall, they got their Bluetooth phone on, and just like you get like you know a message on your iPhone that says your battery is going dead or update, mm-hmm. you'll get a message on your phone that says you know. Uh, $2 slices at JoJo's Pizza. <laughs> Come on. Man, yeah. I guess that's all public. Once you're on the air, you're on the air. Then, uh. I mean, you, got, you know, wow. I mean, you, it's your choice to receive the message, you know, so it just mm-hmm. comes through like a message on your phone and you can click on it and say, I want to view the message. But, yeah, I mean, that's technology. So you're walking by the mall and you're just going to be inundated through your mobiles or uh you know, so it's. It, it, I think the message here, Mark, is with a lot of people. You need to have a, what they call a media mix. You, you got to touch a little bit of everything. Um, I think another good example I give people is, is the best marketers on the planet are politicians. So if you want to, if you want to market your product, your product, great. Look at what politicians do. They 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 do TV. They do radio. They do online. They do offline. They they shake hands. They hold babies. They sign T-shirts. They do everything. They don't. They do you know, everything. Yeah, and that's why they win. And you know that's what you need to do as a even as a small business. You can still do a little bit of everything in your area and ask more people for money. You know, that's my model. Now you you made some comments about you know because I was talking about my big social media. Stuff and people are telling me, oh, you're sending too much stuff. and So it has to be a balance. Let's talk about the Internet and social media and how that plays into an overall marketing strategy. <laughs> I heard that statement. I, I personally disagree. I mean, you know, people, what is spam? Spam is only spam when you don't care about it, right? But when you do right. care about the message, it's not spam anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? So spam is just subject right. to how you feel about that independent message. So, you know, you may get these emails in your email box all the time. You're tired of being spammed. But when it's something you care about, then people say, oh, yeah, I got an email about it. So spam is relative to how you feel that day or how you feel about that message. So, you know, if you're emailing people all the time and they say you email them too much, then they may not, they may want to opt out of your list. But that one time you email them something that's important to them, then all of a sudden uh-huh. they won't be bothered by all the emails. You know what I mean? So it's not All right, gotcha, day. gotcha. <laughs> You know, so spam is a relative thing. It's been how I feel today. Okay. You know, but yes. I'm trying to, you know, and I, I didn't get a lot of response from that. Most of the response I get from people says, I love your content, but I'm trying mm-hmm. to be sensitive to it because, you know, I want to do the right thing. I don't want, because I know how I feel when people are sending me a lot of stuff, but, um, but you might be right. They may have been having a bad day and they're like, oh, Mark again, you know, but. Yeah. The fact is, is that I get a lot of open, so people must like what I'm sending, but it's still, I'm still trying to be, you know, focused on. Uh, I mean, on I, what I, I do. I, do I think you should email somebody four or five times a day? No, but you know, no. but at the same, what I'm saying is, is, is that there, to me, there's no such thing as too much marketing or too much advertising. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Because gotcha. you never know. Like, look at some of your greatest examples. You know, like, look at PS90. 
PS98 or P90X, whatever you want it is. Like they've been running that same commercial for five years. So they know eventually somebody's going to wake up. Right? You're going to wake yeah. up one day, you're, right. you're going to look in that mirror, yeah. and you're going to be like, you know what? They kind of need to try it. Right. You're right. You know, Cause they, now, they get, now they have the Sean T. They, he kind of did a sh- short set of same company. Same company. Yes. Yeah. Or what did we talk about? We talked about like the pet rock. You know, people buy right. you can make people buy anything through advertising. If people will go on T V and order a rock and have you ship it to them, the snuggie <laughs> or whatever it is, you know what I mean? Or, or sitting on the airplane looking at the Skymar magazine, looking at the, some of what you may consider ridiculous products. But people are buying them. Um I think one thing I said to you that kinda took you aback was, you know, my philosophy is people inherently want to give away their money. People don't like to hold their money, and they like to give the money to people who ask often and and ask in an impressive way, you know. Just yeah, you, you mentioned that uh, being, I like your analogy about being and Hulu. You know, I heard of them, they had been around a long time until they started advertising on TV. Yeah, you were asking about the, you know, the comparison is internet and traditional, you know, and I would tell you that, you know, when you really break down the cost, the internet really costs more than traditional advertising, but you can buy the 25 cents or 10 cents at a time, so it appears to be less. But, you know, people sometimes like to focus on the people who do it against the grain and not the people who do it in the grain, and they try to build their business models on the people who, who I don't want to say got lucky, but did it slightly a different way. You know, well, this person didn't buy TV or radio or all kinds of things, and they built a million-dollar company, so I'm going to do the same thing. But, you know, mm-hmm. all this, I, hey, if it's working for Walmart, then it can't be wrong. Walmart has over a 1,000 people employed to them to help them come up with the best marketing and advertising themes, whatever. And Walmart is still buying TV, radio, billboards, direct mail, coupons. So if Walmart's not changing then why are you trying to change? Why are you trying to tell right. Walmart they're getting it wrong? You know what I mean? Right. You know, or right. Right. People, you know, people always say that TV, no one watches TV anymore. But every every time I turn the radio, everybody's talking about, you know, the housewives. So when they talk about this reality. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Yeah, you know. yeah, they're still watching it. Even though they can <laughs> TV and stuff now, they're still watching it. Yeah, you know, but so they tell me this. It. Yeah, go ahead. Well, when people come, I want to talk more about, because you were trying to wrap up here, I want to learn more about how people come to you and you have any specials right now. What do you got going on now, or how can people contact you to find out more information about how to do this? Um, specials, you know, I got some great billboard packages, you know, here in Atlanta. Uh, I got some good stuff going on for people in New York. You know, a lot of times, you know, when you contact us, it just gives a, you know, you're going to start with who you are, what you sell, and who you sell to. And then it's our job mm-hmm. to take that information, research the market, and find those specials or find those great deals that fall within your budget. I would love if you contacted us first with knowing what your marketing budget is. And you can do two ways to do marketing budgets. You can say money I have on hand and money that I plan to make. So you can market backwards. You can say, okay, Rob, I want to generate $10,000 in revenue this month. Okay, then we can say, okay, to generate $10,000 in revenue, 25% of that should go into marketing. So then I need $2,500, or we're going to need access eventually to $2,500 to 
to generate $10,000 in revenue. You know what I mean? So you don't always have to say based on what you have. You can also, that's how most companies do it. They have what they call the projections. you got to project how much money you're going to generate, how much money this advertising will generate for the company, and then you can budget accordingly. So it doesn't always have to be with the money you have in hand. It can also be with some money in hand, how much money we're supposed to generate. Uh, the contact us, um, if you got a pen, our telephone number is 404-461-9121, that's in Atlanta. Um, our website is Team Media Solutions. Uh, it's tricky because we have a shared M, so it's T-E-A-M-E-D-I-A, TeamMediaSolutions.com. And then, you know, of course, we got a Facebook page and Twitter accounts. It's all under the same name, Team Media and then of course you can go to my site. Yeah, and I'm gonna have I'm gonna have it all out there. Matter of fact, if it, if it ain't take too long, I'm gonna have you have, it, have me up on a billboard somewhere, man. I'm, I'm gonna go big. Look, <laughs> my on top of the world kind of stuff. So. But I, I'm very interested, man. All weekend, I thought about different ways that I could be doing a better job of marketing. Mm-hmm. And you, and I started paying more attention to commercials, even these cable commercials and things mm-hmm. like that. So, so, well, man, I really appreciate you taking some time out this evening to come holler at me and holler at my audience about alternative methods on marketing. And I look forward to working with you and your team. You got a team too, because they've been on me. They calling me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I love them, man. So anybody that's that aggressive, I want them to be that aggressive for me. So you already got a Thank customer. You. I just need to save up my little, you know, my little lunch money and stuff, so I can come do something with you. But I, I appreciate you, man. I want to thank you for coming out. Yeah, I think, and, and, and you know, my closing statement is one thing you just said is you know talking to people about alternative ways of marketing. I think the first step is to decide that you need to market and be right. and and I'm going to market. I'm going to market every day. Every day I'm going to ask more people for money, and, and then marketing is easy. Well, you got that right, man. And I'm gonna take that philosophy. Ask more people for money. I say I like that. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right, my brother. I'm gonna have to wrap right. it up here, but I appreciate you coming out, and I look forward to our next meeting. Yes, with sir. your team, so y'all can y'all can put me on the right path. I you appreciate can ask more you, people for money. <laughs> all right, brother. All right, all right, all right. Thank you. Thank you for joining us this evening on the Cap Builder Talk Radio Show with your host Mark E. Parham. Real talk with real people talking about real issues facing small business today. To be a guest or for more information, go to capbuildertalk.com. Please post comments on facebook.com forward slash capbuildernetwork. We hope you enjoy the show.